check, check, check. Mic check. I remember parties out in the park. Nothing but girls at the dark. We chill. Nobody gets ill in the place. We call the Hilbert if you try them. That's when they will get wild. But they don't fight. They kill at the Wild Wild West. Boom. Classic. Cool Modi. What's going on, y'all? Hello, America. Hello, world. Hello, you. It is your new best friend, Cashmere, California. And this is the Pod is Good podcast, a.k.a. the Notorious P.I.G. Episode 44, Pod is Good. And all the time, if you know, you know. If you don't keep listening, you will learn. This is the Scoreboard Show. We are recapping NFL's week number five. This was an interesting week. We had some upsets this week. We had some, some moments. We had some moments we're going to talk about. Some players that did some things that we need to talk about. Some teams that elevated themselves this week. We're going to get into it coming right now. Gentlemen, what's going on? What's going on? All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's, uh, let's go through hey, a quick introduction for those that don't know. Starting with uh, my Saints fan, Duval. Where are you been, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, I had, had, a, had a bad week, but I'm still feeling good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my man, Steph, 49er fan. What's good with you? Another beautiful week. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Vance Boog, my Raider fan. How you feeling? There you go. I'm all right, man. I'm here. There you go. There here. you go. And, of course, I represent the Cowboys. Our, uh, our Eagles fan couldn't be here so far. You know, he figured – and that's cool. That's cool. You know, if the Eagles ain't here, that's fine. That's perfectly okay. We can keep the party going uh, without them. But we're going to start with um, uh, with Saturday. You know, let's start with a little college football. I'll be honest. I don't watch a ton of college games, and I feel like I need to do a better job. Prime, Coach Prime has definitely brought me more into the fold. You know, they made Coach Prime literally prime time for college football uh, this entire season. So let's talk about um, the Colorado – Buffaloes losing, but a respectable loss to the USC Trojans. Who who watched that game? I watched some of that game. It, it, it was a uh, it, 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 USC was doing a, a real good job. They was they was up pretty big, like uh, forty eight to twenty one, and, and then all of a sudden, Colorado uh, caught fire, and uh, SC just. They, they held them off, but uh, if it was a few more minutes left in that game, I think Colorado would have come back and tied that game up. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah. the quarterback, the quarterback for USC, he's still he's still doing his job over there. And uh, uh, Colorado, they, their quarterback, uh, oh, Deion Suns, playing pretty good over there for Colorado. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was looking real good. I was by the time they got to the second half, I was thinking if the Trojans didn't start with such a dominant first half where they were up by three scores, right. this game is anybody's game. Right, right. They actually, right. 
they actually outscored each other the same amount of points first and fourth quarter. In the first quarter, it was 14-0 USC. In the, in the fourth quarter, it was 14-0 uh, Colorado. So it's like it really came down to what they did in that second and third quarters. Like it, it was really anybody's game at a certain point. Yeah, yeah I Colorado, Colorado did their thing, man. I think a couple of mistakes, you know, uh, you know, offensively wise, you know, quarterback taking a sack and not getting rid of the ball, you know, a little clock management, but that comes in learning, man. It's a brand new team for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and um, and players, you know, so. Uh, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a good performance. It was definitely good for them to have that kind of comeback after that loss to Oregon. Like, they needed that. You know, they you know they got a lot of young players on the team, a lot of players that came, you know, believing in the, the dream of Coach Prime. They were doing amazing, and all of a sudden they ran into a, a duck-shaped wall last week. And so it was like – I know a lot of them had to be feeling – Maybe we ain't that good, you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, Coach Prime sold us the Kool Aid a little bit, but, but then to come back to a team like USC, which hasn't been doing amazing, but they do have, you know, the the potential Heisman Trophy winner, you know, at the helm for them to to put up such respectable numbers at the end. Because at a certain point, it was starting to look like it was about to be a wash. And next thing you know, it's like, yo, if they score, like you said, Deval, if they score one one more time, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Tables might turn on this one. Yeah, SC was running out of gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that is a fact. All right, let's move into the NFL. Um, let's uh, let, let me first ask: Did anybody watch the uh, the Fun Day football game? The Falcons Jaguars animated in Andy's room? Nah, that, it was too early for me. I'm, I'm the only one with little kids, so so <laughs> I'm the only one that watched that. But so basically, I'll give y'all a short recap, very short. So the in in a, paralleled with the real game of Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Atlanta Falcons, they actually had an animated version themed after Toy Story happening at the same exact time. So everything that happened in the real game happened in the animated universe as well. Same exact play, same exact pass, same same penalty, same score. Everything was exactly the same. They used this new motion technology and sensors and all this, this, um, these cameras that capture all the motion on the field and actually had it animated into Andy's room from Toy Story. So it was a really dope way for kids to watch a football game that may kind of get lost and, you know, watching all these adults and they're talking about, um, you know, penalties that they don't understand or making hand gestures that they don't get. It really <laughs> simplified it for them. And the, I think the best thing um, that the NFL did, probably part of their indoctrination, was the, the commentators broke it down to a kid's level. So they still talked about the game. It still sounded like a professional um, commentary, but it was they were breaking down the rules and why that was a penalty and what he could have done and and why how far they need to get. And I mean, they really broke it down and simplified it so that a younger person could watch it and like start to learn and appreciate the game, which oh, I thought was really cool. It was really cool. Oh, 
That's that. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I would I would have liked to see it, but six thirty in the morning, I I wasn't yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> I had to set my alarm. <laughs> I had to wake my son up. I would set the alarm when they're like, come on, let's watch it. Let's watch it. <laughs> All right. So so moving on from that, um, let's let's go. Let's recap the week. Let's recap the week. I want to know how your team did. Uh uh Deval, we're gonna start with you. how the Saints do this week in week four? Well, the uh, they uh they 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 have some issues on defense right now. They got a, a a couple of DV safeties out, and then they they the quarterback. You know he you know uh, David Carr. He he's hurt, and, and uh, he's trying to get out there and, and play. But he he's, you know he's hurt, and 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 maybe he should have stepped back this week and just let uh, uh, James Winston. He should have let Winston go ahead and play the game because uh, he just. He just wasn't himself, and and then our defense, you know, kind of let us down this weekend. So it was like, you know, uh, and then just, look, Tampa Bay's no joke. Uh, they they lost to a good Philadelphia team, and and and, and their record shows, you know, three and now they three and one, you know. So they they beat some, you know, pretty decent team. So that, that's telling you, yeah, that's telling you Tampa Bay's got a pretty good team right now. So. Hopefully, you know, soon we can bounce back. We got New England this week. Maybe, uh, maybe since New England don't have all that offense, that maybe we might have a shot this week. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I, I I didn't expect uh, Baker Mayfield to to outplay Carr. I've never just I've never been a Baker Mayfield believer. I mean, it seems like the NFL is very much a believer in him because he can't go without a job. For three or four days, right, right. <laughs> team, next team, like we'll take him. We want him. Yeah, right, right. You know, he's over with the Rams. He, he finished with the Rams last year, and then yeah. what, look at that. He jumped right in Tampa Bay and got the starting job in Tampa I Bay. So, yeah, so he must be a pretty good quarterback. You know. Yeah. You know. You said what? At least in practice, you know, he makes <laughs> practice feel good. <laughs> all, right. all right, that's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. That's that's true. All right, Steph, let's go to the Niners. What y'all look like this week? Oh, I just got one word, McCaffrey. Mm. Man, McCaffrey. Hold on, hold on. Your, 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 mic is, your mic is cutting out. Do you have anything in the background on? Any of the TVs on? I can cut those off. I- yeah, shut, shut shut the audio off those just because it it's no, ain't no audio. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a little choppy all of a sudden. I'm not sure why. Okay, how about now? Still choppy? No, we can hear you. Maybe br- you have to bring the energy level. Maybe every time you get too hype, you know you're. <laughs> your, mics, your mics were made in Arizona. They don't want all that. They don't want all that, all that energy. But uh, but like I was saying, uh, you know, I like McCaffrey doing this thing, but it's only four weeks, man. Get a lot of get a lot of balls. You getting so you got to you got to pace yourself, man. Because you know McCaffrey, he's known to get. Hurt. You know, he came in the season. Yeah, he will get hurt. So, 
Uh, that's my only concern. I mean, surely I'm, I'm glad you're doing it, doing the thing, but at the same time, man, I don't want to come out. This is for a week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're still a little choppy, but we heard you. We got you. It's, it's only week four. You like what he's doing, but, you know, you were a little worried about him getting injured because he runs hard. He <laughs> runs hard. So, you know, it's it's it, – it's a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like those those boxers. Those boxers that fight hard, they don't fight long. <laughs> and and it be like that. You yeah, they're ranking them number one. They're ranking them number one this week. I don't, I, don't, oh, I don't like that. I know that they don't – they probably don't read that stuff, man, too much. But uh, cause they they pretty focused. But Jenna uh, ain't ready for this. I think that. Yeah, that's a fact. All right, Vance, let's talk about your boys. Let's talk about them Raiders, how they look this week. I don't hear you. We don't hear you. Today is the day of the the audio issues. He jumped off. He'll, he'll be back. I'm gonna see if we can get his audio good. Check. All right, I'm gonna let you get it together. While you get it together, I'll talk about my team. The Cowboys looked really, really good. The Cowboys looked like they got a little bit of their judge back. Yes, it was against the Patriots. I get it. I get it. It's funny how we will talk about that later. It's funny how the how the narrative changes after the victory. However, I, I loved how my defense looked. I know everybody's saying, yeah, but your offense ain't great. But my team is good. My team is good. There's been plenty of teams that had a really strong offense and a poor defense, and they still could do well. They may not win the title because defense wins Super Bowls, but they still can do really well. I feel like my team is one of them teams that everybody want to pick them apart. Yeah, everybody else is good, but your quarterback's trash. Yeah, your defense is amazing, but your offense sucks. It's like, okay, okay. As a team, we performed really well. As a team, we had to quiet some of the noise after week after week three. Because that loss to the Cardinals had everybody second-guessing that. Everybody on the oh, it's same old Dallas. They ain't gonna do nothing. They gonna lose. They gonna they started started strong, but they gonna fall apart. Well, I'm not saying that they put it all together perfectly. I'm not saying that they're not gonna have another few games this year where they fall apart because that is Dallas. That's what we do. However, <laughs> I'm saying that overall, we look good. We look strong. We look confident, and. We, we do have some things to make up. We have some things to work on. Our red zone offense is suffering big time. You know, you look at going into the red zone four times and only converting one touchdown, it ain't good enough. It ain't good enough. It ain't – I mean, even – and it's crazy because this is my point about how we look good is we, we still score 38 points. Whoever scored it, the Cowboys still scored 38 points. And that's with three failed times in the red zone. Come on. Come on. Now, if they step step that up, 
and they can go two for four, even three for four, especially against some strong teams, those powerhouses, that they're going to go three for four if they make it to the red zone. Because we know some of them teams that might be on the screen right now, once they get in the red zone, you might as well put the points on the scoreboard. Dallas, Dallas got to step up and beef up that red zone uh, offense. Dak has to believe in himself. Mike McCarthy needs a new playbook. I know he said Kellen Moore wouldn't it, but, you know, maybe in the middle of the night he needed to go hijack Kellen Moore's red zone playbook because we did phenomenal last year in the red zone. We was crushing last year in the red zone with Kellen Moore. Now, all of a sudden, we wanted to, we the top team, or one of the top teams, I can't remember number one or not, uh, to get in the red zone, but I think 30th in red zone conversion? That ain't good enough. That ain't good. Yeah. That'll get you through the Patriots. That'll get you, you know, through the Jets. That'll get you through the Giants. It ain't going to get you through the Niners. It's not going to get you through the Eagles. It will not beat the Chiefs. It's just, it's not going to happen. So we got to fix that. But overall, I felt good about this week. Yeah, that, that's not a bad team that you played against, though. New England, you might have beat them 38-3, to but that's not a <laughs> that's not the that's not how New England play, you know. Right. Bill check don't put that kind of team out there, you know. So, so you guys beat a good team. I mean, like it's just that uh, you guys was better than them, you know. Yeah, just outclassed. Yeah, outclassed. Yeah. Um, Vance Bug, your audio good? Nope. Still working on. <laughs> Oh, the Raiders don't have anything to say this week. <laughs> just, we're just blaming the whole team. <laughs> All right, so we go, we can actually skip the, the Eagles talk. Um, uh, Vance, I know there's like the settings button that allows you to choose your mic. Just make sure that uh, you got the mic selected. Um, and, you know, we'll figure that out. But since we just got done talking about McCaffrey, let's talk about him a little more. They're saying that he's looking like the league MVP right now. Right now. I mean, I know it's only week four, and this is what this is what they do. You know, week two, they have to talk about Super Bowl already. It's like that's just <laughs> that's just the NFL. I love that new commercial where the, the everybody, I don't know if y'all saw it, but like all these fans are like destroying everything. She's like, I cooked all this stuff for nothing. And she throws all the game food on the floor. And the guy's outside. He's lighting the um, all the team paraphernalia on fire. And I hate this. I knew it. We bought into preseason too much. And they were like, and the guy's like, hey, hey, it was just the first play of the season. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, I guess we did overreact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the NFL. That's how it goes. But, um, you know, McCaffrey pretty much, Put the 49ers on his back this week. Four yeah, touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four touchdowns yeah. in their win over the Cardinals. Could have had five, yeah. you know. But, uh, well, the, the what's name pull him in? He put him in the right positions, you know. See, McCaffrey was catching the ball. He was running the ball. He was jumping over people. I mean, he he just he just looked like Superman, man. He, he was Superman last Sunday, man. 
So, you know, McCaffrey's a tough dude. I mean, like, they got him for a cheap price. I mean, you know, look look, look what they got him for. You know, the 49ers always coming up with somebody that, you know, they always always get somebody, man, because, like, you know, McCaffrey's, like, McCaffrey's, you know, shoot, he's a big-time player, big-time, you know, play a bunch of money for him, and they they, they got him for, like, some third-round draft picks or something you know but now now you know the flip side of that is when you have you know some of these good organizations not just the 49ers or whatever but players are willing to come over to take a little less up front they're not trying to rob the bank right away uh they want to they want to come over a chance to win a ring because you know at the end of the day all of them want that ring they want that championship trophy you know uh to help prolong their career at least they uh, elevate their bank account, you know, give them a little bit more clout. But uh, but I think McCaffrey, you know, yeah. from Stanford, he came out of Stanford, so you know he was he was he was Bay Area dude, already. right? So right. Yeah. yeah, he probably well, wanted to how, be a well, keep How do y'all keep doing that? You get McCaffrey <laughs> for the cheap cheap, and next thing you know, he's league MVP. You get you get Mr. Irrelevant. Nobody wanted him. And next thing you know, he's he's undefeated. Like, what, what, what is really going on with y'all Niners? Y'all got some kind of mystical... What, what? Hey, man, that's that, that's, that, that's that good eye, man. Just like that, that... I call it that Jerry West eye, man. He always scouting talent like Kobe Bryant and all of that. You know how many people went in front of Kobe, you know, but and look, and look what happened. You know, so you just it just come down to having a, a eye for for some talent that that you know people are not really uh, you know they don't really see you know they caught up in and uh, Iowa State had a good program with Brock Purdy you know so the 49ers is like well man we was looking at him earlier didn't nobody take him so instead of taking a chance on him you know signing out and coming on and signing up as a you know walk on. Let's sign the dude, man. So, but that's that. That's that eye for a challenge. But when the last time a running back won a MVP? When the last time any anybody other than a quarterback won MVP? Right. So they talking about McCaffrey. They talking about McCaffrey right now. But you know, let 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 uh, Jalen Hurts and and, uh, and and all of those other quarterbacks. Uh, you know, have a have a good game too in Miami, and you know, your boy from Kansas City. Let all of them have a couple of good games, and then you won't even hear McCaffrey's name no more. They can start talking <laughs> about quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo's quarterback looked pretty good this week too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Allen. Allen looked yeah. good. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, the NFL is such a such a what have you done for me lately sport because all it takes is a game or two from Allen, and people are like. You know, he might be the front runner for MVP, and they forget all right. about all the interceptions he threw in game in week one. You know what I mean? It's like right. three, four interceptions in one game. Forgot, right. <laughs> completely forgot. That's why I was saying I, I didn't want Dak to be focused so much on interceptions because really, in, in, until you throw an interception and it ends the season, people don't care. You can throw all the interceptions you want as long as you win. <laughs> That's it. You just can't have a losing season throwing interceptions. You can't lead the league in interceptions and then also find your way outside of the playoffs because of interceptions. 
but you still got to play hard. And that's one thing I give to Josh Allen. Josh Allen plays his his version of backyard street ball all the time. And, yeah. you know, he's going to force it where he feels like he wants to force it. He's going to be creative. He's going to take chances. And, hey, if that leads to a 28-7 to loss, that's what it leads to. If it leads to a 48-20 to win, that's what it leads to. But he's still going to be him. I do appreciate that about his play style. It's, it's tough. It's tough to play in uh, in Buffalo. It's, it, you you just can't go there and win games in Buffalo. Buffalo is pretty tough at home. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But yeah, so we'll see. I agree with you, Steph. We'll see uh, what they're saying about McCaffrey in, in you know in a couple weeks. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't get injured. We want we want a strong McCaffrey. You know, we want we want oh, everybody yeah. healthy. Yeah, we right. all want our teams to win. But at the end of the day, these are men. You know, taking care of their families, they're living their dreams. We want everybody healthy, everybody good. Vance, are you right. back yet? I need to hear what you got to say about McCaffrey. I mean, you know, they silencing you. This is that little thing I was talking about with San Francisco. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They know how to do what they know how to do. All of a sudden, you can't talk. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> a 49er player is being talked about as the MVP. And now we can't hear you. <laughs> come on, come on, Raiders. Come on, Raiders. We, we need to hear from you. He can't figure it out. He can't figure it out. <laughs> um, so, you know, speaking of McCaffrey, uh, you know, I was very proud last year when, uh, when we met because my defense held McCaffrey to – I think less than 20 yards. True. Hell, Debo Samuel to less than 20 yards. True. It It came down to the last possession, you know. That that game came down to the last possession. Yeah. Absolutely did. And so let's talk about week five, the San Francisco and Dallas, which really feels like a divisional replay. You know, you got the same QBs. You know, you got some of the same exact weapons. There's a few changes here and there. You know, we added a couple of weapons. Y'all added a couple of weapons. But the people that are really making a difference on the team is the same players from last year. Y'all had Ayuk last year. Y'all had Samuels, Purdy, McCaffrey, Kittle. Same players. We had um, Dak, CD. Uh, we don't got Diggs right now. But, you know, we have Micah. We, we, you know, we, we, we still got some yeah. of the same exact players. So overall, it feels like a replay. And everybody's calling this that marquee grudge rematch. It's a grudge match, period. But right now, it feels like a, a rematch. DeVal, what do you think about this game going into week five? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, let's see what, what both of the defenses is going to step up. Whose defense going to step up this week? You know, and, and then the offense, they, you know, they take care of themselves. Both of them got good offenses. You know, they got good running backs. They got good wide receivers, tight ends. The offensive line is good. Uh, but whose defense, you know, whose defense is going to, you know, just be be there? You know, who's who's going to who's gonna step up this week? You know, and uh, so it's, it's going to be a tough match. And, and it's going to be an exciting game to watch. So, uh Whoever wins that game, you know, is they the front runners in the in the NFC, and uh, and we'll see what happens come Sunday. You know, you know, Tony was here; he'd have a lot a lot to say with you making such a, a bold claim 
about the NFC yeah. and just these two teams. <laughs> He'd have well, the a Eagles, Eagles got to fly, you know. <laughs> and, he ain't, and he ain't flying today. <laughs> All right, let's, let's go down to Las Vegas and see what the Raiders have to say. The Raiders have nothing to say about the game. <laughs> oh, snap, snap. This is, this is our week. We've been oh, talking man. about this week since, since preseason. How yeah. do you feel going into week five? So far, it's as yeah. you predicted, that you guys will be undefeated. We actually both thought that we'd both be undefeated looking at our schedules. You know, we flubbed one. So we already got an L. How do you feel about your team going into week five? Man, I feel real good, man. I, You know, not you still got to play the game, you know, but I feel real good. I feel good where the 49ers are. Uh, you know, defense, man, this is going to be this is going to be one of those uh, games because last time the 49ers in Dallas played, you know, Parsons was getting in. And so defense was doing a thing. So now it's the battle of the are the minds, the coaches, to try to figure out who got the best game plan, learn from last time. You know, both teams got better, you know. And these are – this is a crucial win. This is a crucial win for Dallas because they faced Philly twice, another tough team. And the 49ers, you know, this is a tough team for them. You don't want to lose these out of division games. You want to try to win a lot of these games up close, you know, because Seattle still playing good. Uh you know, they didn't count the Rams out yet. You know, they they get some of their players back. They'd be even better. They had, a, you know, a, a good win. But, yeah, these are games right here, some tough games down the road that, you know, you got marked on your calendar, although you try not to <laughs> look forward to them so you don't get, you know, side, side punched in the head, you know, by a lesser <laughs> team. But, you know, this game was on your calendar. Everybody had this earmarked highlighted and whatnot, whatnot. And uh, yeah. so did the NFL. NFL, that's why they put it on the prime time, late night national TV game. Prime time, you know, baby. So. Prime time. So it's going to be. Prime time, baby. Break out your popcorn and, and whatever else and uh, roll up your sleeves and start throwing some punches. Let's see what happens. I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I Let me be the, the honest cowboy fan and say, <laughs> that I would be a fool to say that I'm not a little nervous going into this game, especially looking at what happened against the Cardinals. My team historically has um, the tendency to not live up to their potential in some of their biggest moments. You know what I mean? They, they, they have the tendency to look amazing right up until you turn those lights on. Sometimes my team falls when the lights are too dim. Sometimes they fall when the lights are too bright. Right there in the middle is where they surge ahead. Now they make it into the wild card round every year. But they'll right. lose to the Niners. They'll lose to the Eagles. They'll, then they'll also lose, you know, to the Cardinals. Or they'll lose to the Commanders. Like, they'll, they'll lose other games that they just should have walked through. Uh, and then right there in the middle, you know, the Patriots, the Chargers, all those games they'll win. And so this is a big game because I do believe that no matter how, no matter what they say about, you know, let let the old game, let that go. Today is a new day. Focus on the next game. All you got is what's ahead of you. 
you, you can't say that there is a little bit of that that ghost haunting the Cowboys at this point. They've had two really good years of having two really good teams that were Super Bowl contenders, and the same exact team sent them packing. Right. That, that has to that has to be there, you know. But but you know, like they say, or like we see in in, in haunted movies, the ghost can either deactivate you, make you shut down and just hide under the bed, or it can activate you and make you stand up and want to kill it because you because you want to survive. So the question is, what is my team going to do with this ghost next Sunday? Will they stand up and try to activate and kill the ghost, or will they fall to defeat and hide under the covers waiting for mommy to come home again? <laughs> it's going to be physical. One thing well, you know, it's, go, it's going to be physical. Well, we're going to see if your quarterback shows up. We're going to see if that quarterback going to show up uh, – for the Cowboys, uh, you know, because uh, if they don't win, it's all about him again. So, you know, let's see what happens, you know, because if they don't win the game, then you know who they're going to blame it on. So, You know, that's a good point. That's a good point you brought up, Deval. I'm going to ask uh, Steph this question. So, Steph, you know how your team wins. But let's say we get to Monday morning and you're looking back at your first L. How do you predict that your team loses? What are your weakest points right now where you feel like they might get taken advantage of in this area? Uh, I would say 49ers like to run the ball. And, you know, their team, you know, they they got good, you know, wide receivers and Debo and Kittle and Ayuk and all of them. But, you know, they, they had a lot of motion – and if Dallas can stop the 49ers run game, then they got they got a good shot. But if it's letting the 49ers convert on third down and Dallas can't get off the field and letting 49ers run, because Shanahan's gonna run the ball. Everybody right. know that. So right. if, if the 49ers can't run the ball, it's gonna be a tough outing. because uh, Dallas has defense has a lot of speed and then you have to Force your, you know, Purdy would have to try to fit some balls in from places, and then you make yourself predictable. But I'll say if if Forty Nines can run, they're good. If they if they can't run the ball, they might have some problems. That makes sense. Um, I would say I hate to say it because everybody talks about him, and I'll be feeling bad to talk about my guy so so often, but. <sighs> If we lose, it's probably because of Prescott. I'm going to have to say it now in a tandem between Prescott and Coach McCarthy because I watched them work together on the sideline and let Dak play call and let uh, McCaffrey – I mean McCaffrey – McCarthy stand behind him and watch Dak lead the show, and they ran beautiful offenses in the preseason. Beautiful. I mean, it was it was efficient. It was productive. They put points on the board. It was dominant. And so now, watching him in the game, I'm like, y'all have to still have that communication. And one thing that I fear the most is not even the interceptions. Is that when I sit back and watch the game, I don't see 
as many chances being taken by Dak. I don't see the splash plays by Dak anymore. I don't see the 50-yard bombs or 40-yard passes. I see 12 yards here, 8 yards there, 12, 12 yards. You know, it's, it's dink and dunk all the way down the field, which usually is okay because the defense has already put you on the 40 <laughs> on the on the opponent's side. So you don't need much. And so you get 12, you get 8, you get 6, you get 15. Next thing you know, you're in the, in the red zone. You don't convert field goal. But – but, but your defense, next time y'all get the ball back, they score. Not That's 10 points. And so that's not going to work against the 49ers. I, you need those big plays. Ayuka's going to have a big play. You might be able to hold Debo a lot. I mean, we did it before. But you're not going to hold Debo every time y'all play. Debo is going to have a 38-yard run all of a sudden. It's going to happen. McCaffrey's going to bust through the middle and run 28 yards. It's going to happen. I'm not seeing enough from Pollard. Like if I if I match them player for player, I'm not seeing enough from Pollard to say that your pr- production is the same as McCaffrey's production. I'm not seeing enough chances at at um, at CD to say that you're able to put up the same numbers that Ayuk is putting up. Uh, we got two two tight ends that we're working with, Ferguson and Schumacher. I don't see the type of production that Kittle is putting up. So it's like. Um, Position for position, that's what worries me on the offense. Defense, we good. Defense, we're going to put in that work. Y'all, Shanahan, gonna, he's going to have to write up something good for this defense. And you know that. Because last time they met, they, they couldn't, they, they didn't do what they did to every other team. Right. They didn't put the kind of points they put on every other team. They was hitting over 30 every game. All of a sudden, they barely could get to – they didn't get to 20. So it's like – Yeah, field goals are not going to win this game. It's not going to win this game. And right. the only way the field goals win is if the, <laughs> the defense is as dominant, which I don't expect them to be able to do what they did the last time they met. But if they're somehow, if they find a way, you know, marching under un, under Dan Quinn, if they find a way to hold them to under 20 points, that's a possibility. Because even with a non-explosive offense but a fired-up defense, we've still been scoring 38, 40 points consistently. So we can score. We can win with field goals, but then the defense is going to have to have a perfect game. Oh, yeah. But, you know, speaking of defenses, though, do you have you watched Dallas defense or the 49ers defense, uh, even, even the Eagles defense, when the defense, the defense start making plays, man, they just – they catch fire, man. And just that, that attitude, man, they just, they just get energized. So once they get on a play – Parsons gets in there, has a sack or two, and uh, or, or hurries, and they create turnovers. And the same thing with Bolton. Man, their energy yeah. from the rest of the defense, man, is 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 crazy. It's scary, yeah. you know. I think for other teams when you watch it, because then it just it's just a domino effect. Now that you got that that other team, man, they kind of forcing plays. You didn't took them out of their element, you know. They rush in. They scared to throw the ball, you know, down the field. Then they start throwing five-yard button hooks, you know, and, and then you, the defense just starts playing loose when they when they uh, start making plays on both sides, I watch. It's scary. Yeah, that's a fact. And we, you know, we've talked about the uh, the Cowboys and the 49ers a lot, so I'm not going to overdo it with going into the Cowboys' uh, win this week over Belichick. But let's just say we dominated the Patriots. Let's just say 
I heard a lot of noise before the game saying, oh, I don't know, the Cowboys uh, run defense, you know, it's one of their biggest problems. And Belichick, you know, he's amazing at run defense. He's a scientist. He's going to figure out the perfect strategy, and Zeke is going to run all over him. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, Zeke ran for a, a grand total of 16 yards after six carries, and one of those carries was nine yards, so the other five were only seven. So, nah, nah, they did not do that. (laughs) <laughs> they did not get into the end zone at all. And that was, uh, for lack of a better term, an easy win. Shout out to Bland. Uh, two two interceptions, two, uh, two touchdowns. The defense did. They did their job. They did their job. So yeah, they did. Um, let's talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins drowned this week. <laughs> <laughs> they drowned this week. The Bills ran yeah, well, over. Well, I I told you that 70 points. <laughs> 70 points. I told I told you that 70 points. Don't be looking at that 70 points and thinking that they're gonna go in Buffalo and beat Buffalo. You know, Buffalo tough team, you yeah. know, and, and they dominate, they dominate uh, the Dolphins overall. If you look at the statistics, they dominate. And so, like, you know, and they, and Buffalo was like, look, you know, we we the team that's been getting to the AFC. Uh, title games and, and losing to Kansas City, but right. all of a sudden now Miami's much better than we are. They show, you know, they show how tough they are too, you know. So yeah. they just brought them. They brought, they brought Miami back down to earth. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good to yeah. see Demar I, Hamlin. I, even though Demar Hamlin played, uh, he put on special teams. Just good to see him back. And in some action, I can I can only imagine how that was uh, uplifting for the rest of, the oh, team, yeah. rest of his teammates, yeah. you know. So, yeah, just even though he was playing, you know, special teams, but just being out there making the plays, uh, something yeah, like man. that, you know, right? So, right, right, that's some extra, some added energy, I'm sure. That they, oh, uh, yeah, that did, oh, yeah, motivated them, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you think it did, uh, to the Dolphins? I mean, you know, they. They definitely were flying high, you know, dominating performances. Everybody's talking about Tua, you know, being, you know, one number one or top two quarterbacks in the league, you know, because of his performance. And then all of a sudden they get washed. <laughs> they yeah. get washed. What do you think that did as they found themselves back in the locker room, you know, after the, the clock read zeros? Well, I think they should. Have, I think they uh, they have to go back to the drawing board and and look at that that is one game. You know, that's one game. One game don't make a a, a full season and and you know and, and and go and look at the the film and and see what they did right and see what they did wrong and and you know and come out next week and and, and show up. You know, they got to play better. They know they have to play better. They they uh, they went down to Buffalo and. Maybe they thought that, you know, everybody with the hype of how, how, how all the speed that they have and, and they were just going to go down there and fly by, you know, the Buffalo Bills. And, and so now they have to go back home and think about it. Okay, well, uh, what did we do right and what did we do wrong? And, and, and look at this week, you know, and forget about last week and, and look ahead for a week five. They're going to yeah. put up 45 points against the Giants. Oh, oh, they, oh, we'll see. Yeah, they yeah, play we, the Giants we, this week. They're going to put up 45 points against the Giants, and they're going to forget all about that Buffalo 
uh, yeah. uh, law. So, yeah. yeah, this week they're going to put up about 45 points against the Giants. Sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they, they're going to, they're going to, it's, it's, it, it, it might seal the deal for the, uh, the coach for the Giants. Oh, yeah, he's out the door. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, going to the chat, my man, uh, Jay Militant, uh, he represents that Niner gang. He said that Dallas said they're going to use Trey Lance's knowledge, knowledge of their system as leverage. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Hey, use what you um, got. You know what I'm saying? We bought, him. <laughs> we, we bought him. We get everything he knows. <laughs> Yeah, well, that 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 might help him out a little bit. You know, uh, Trey Lance knows the offense, and so maybe he might help him out a little bit with their defense. Yeah, well, he gonna he said he's gonna be the quarterback for the, you know, the scout team quarterback. So he's gonna be trying to, you know, replicate what Brock Purdy is is, is gonna be doing and and all of that. But you know, yeah. that's fine and dandy. But you gotta get out there and make plays. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So I felt like this was a weekend of uh, upsets. What was the biggest upset that you, you guys remember this week? Like, what was that game that you feel like turned Vegas upside down on the betting lines uh, this week? Well, far as the as far as the game, uh, and they've been talking about it that Kansas City Jet game at the end of the game. As uh, far as like, you know, you know, you got people that bet on games and, and you know, and the odd makers, they set the odds and everything. But it was yeah. a lot of people, you know, uh, lost a lot of money uh, on that game. And it's a lot of people was upset after that game. But, you know, Mahomes did what you're supposed to do. You know, uh, you, you, you slide and you run the clock, you know. You, but, right. You know, and, and it's just the people that gamble, that's the way it goes. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know. But Mahomes did the right thing. You, you're supposed to slide and, and, and keep that clock going. Uh, right. It's not all about scoring all the time. It's about, you know, winning the game. And, and he did the right thing. It's just that, you know, it's, it's people out there that, you know, like I said, you gamble and you win and you lose. And sometimes you're on the short end of the stick, you know, and that's what happened. But – uh, I think that game right there, it was a couple of controversy calls that, you know, it could have went either way. The Jets was coming back in that game. That was a pretty good game, you yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. The spread, you know, a lot of us that don't bet forget about that. But them points, <laughs> how much you win by, how much you lose by, <laughs> it, it actually <laughs> – it actually means a little something. Yeah, it does. It, it means does. thousands of dollars to some people. Right. Well, right. yeah, you know, and 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 everybody was talking about you know, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes sliding, and they say, oh, you should have scored. You know, those points, uh, they're only like the tenth element of a tiebreaker, where they start looking at how many points you didn't scored against an opponent versus how many points have been scored against you, but that's like the 10th element down on the list of a tiebreaker. It never gets that far. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's tiebreakers usually who got the best conference record or, right. and, you know, a head, a head to head matchup. It never gets way down to how many points your team scored, you know? So right. But right. those people, like you said, those people that, that said that they, they was, they was banking on probably some, one of those uh, uh, prop bets, how many, you know, how many points 
Patrick Mahomes may score. Uh, you know, he's going to run for a touchdown or stuff like that. Crazy Las Vegas prop bet that they yeah. make. And uh, they were pretty pissed probably. Yeah. Yeah. But the upset, the upset of the day, I think, was the uh, Texas, uh, oh, yeah. Texas, the Texas beating uh, Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh was flying high, and and, and you you got a rookie quarterback over there that's playing excellent over there in in, in uh, Houston. You know, I think that was the upset of the day. Yeah, Pittsburgh not playing old Pittsburgh ball. They not. I don't know what it is, man, but they just seem like they they stuck in second gear, man. They can't they can't get out their way, you know. Yeah. They can't they can't get it in there and start moving. But yeah, they not they not a very good team right now. Yeah, I think they hurt. Their quarterback got hurt too this week. All right, let's uh, go to the analytical minds of the Raiders. I know that they always have something valuable to add to this NFL conversation. I don't want to leave the Raiders out. We very much uh, are in need, in dire need of their uh, their imaginative points and their in-depth insight. Uh, Raiders, what do you think? <laughs> oh, Oh. All right, so, you know, we talked about another player uh, on the 49ers, but I do think it's time for us to finally give it up. I know the Raiders want to talk about this, but unfortunately they cannot today. But it's time to finally give it up for myself and the rest of the culture that doubted this guy. I think it's time to show some love to Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has a perfect record this year. He is leading the entire NFL in QBR at an 84.6. He's only lost one game, and that was a playoff game, where he didn't lose it. He actually got injured. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they're not even 100% putting that on his record. So if you don't count that game, he's undefeated as a professional. Yeah. Uh, let, let, let's let's talk about, go ahead and talk about your boy, Steph. <laughs> well, look here, man. I I don't wanna. I I just tell people, man. Just you know, watch watch the young man play. You know, obviously he could play the game. He playing the game at a high level with against some some tough competitors. So instead, you know, folks jumping on him, you know, giving him a hard time. Just just uh just watch the man play, and then you know when it's all said and done. At the end of the season, uh, you know, either he got it done or he didn't get it done. Um, but last year, people was like, "Oh man, he, you know, he was new to the game and couldn't nobody, uh, didn't nobody know about him." The coaches right. knew about him, and everybody watching their coaches' film. Everybody watched four years of of, of quarterback in that Iowa State. If you wanted to see him, you know, he wasn't hard to find. But I'll just say, you know, just uh, get a young man a chance to. To show what he can do in NFL, and uh, and we we'll see where the chips fall, you know, at yeah. the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing this thing. I was definitely one of the people that I was like, you know, okay. I mean, he felt like Cooper Rush to me. Like Cooper Rush is a solid quarterback, great. Cooper Rush went on a nice undefeated run, great. However, 
nobody knows him. They don't have any tape on him. No one has a game plan for him. They've simplified the playbook so much to where he almost can't fail. You know, they're not taking any chances. There's no high risk, no, you know, high reward. There is none of that. So I didn't really get all hung up on Cooper Rush and Cooper Rush should take Dak's position and Cooper Rush should lead us to the – slow down, slow down. Sometimes a W comes, but it, it still may not be that you need to change your whole game plan and do whatever got you that W. I was looking at Brock Purdy like that, like he's good. He's, he's a decent quarterback, but, you know, nothing special. However, I still don't think he's anything special. Let me not, let me not go too far. I feel like – and I'm saying that because look at Jimmy G. Jimmy G is not taking the Raiders to the to the Super Bowl ever. It's never going to happen. No. He can go to six other teams. It's never going to happen. But guess who he did take to the Super Bowl? The Niners. Because the right. system is so strong that right. even an average guy that's at least good enough can, can be productive and the system will allow him to win. So when I look at Brock Purdy, that's who I see. I see like just another – Jimmy G, I would say a little bit better than Jimmy G. I'll give him that because he protects the ball a little more. He trusted the play calling a little more. He's trusting his receivers a little more. So that's allowing them to put themselves in better positions. But overall, I'm not looking at him like, oh, he's the second coming. He's Joe Burrows. He's I'm not even big on Joe Burrows, but he's he's not that guy to me. However, however, no matter where you are, you got to play what you what, what system you play in. And he's playing the system beautifully. As much as I dislike the the the, the Niners overall, I gotta give it up That's to him. Okay. And it's playing the game beautifully. Yeah, it's a like, uh, system. Well, you know, like like um like like uh, Fred Warner says. Fred Warner says, you know, Brock Purdy practiced against one of the best uh, in the uh, best teams in the NFL every day. So, mm. you know, so that. You know, to him, and he's saying he Brock Purdy tries to fit that ball in to those wide receivers against, you know, a top-rated defense. So if he, you know, just like if you playing domino, you know, you 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 know your game is is, is strong if you playing against other cats that got game. But you know, same way with chess. You know, I mean, you can iron sharp as iron, and that's what Brock Purdy is doing. Um, I think was helping him uh, in his in his growth in the, in the NFL is being able to practice against a really good defense day in and day out. And, you know, they don't hold back. You know, they come after them like uh, Dallas and Parsons going to be coming after them. You know, so, you know, if you, if you got that, if you got that in your back pocket and you can practice like that against a good defense, it's going to help you. You know, if you, if you've got some kind of uh, balls, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you want to, you know, but that's what the 49ers saying about Jimmy G is that Jimmy G wouldn't give the wide receivers really a chance to make a play. Jimmy G would throw, throw the pass, you know, if, if you had three or four steps on him uh, on, the, on the defender. But they're saying Brock Purdy tried to fit that ball in. So the wide receivers in them, they like him because he tries to fit that ball in. He gives them a chance, even they step by step with the defender. He's he gives the wide receivers a chance to make a play on the ball, and uh, they like that about him. All right, so, Deval, with, with Steph's point, tell me why is my quarterback not benefiting the same way because he is playing <laughs> against 
<laughs> one of the top defenses. Last year, rated the number one defense in the whole league every day. And I don't see him as efficient, him as confident as a Brock Purdy. And I would, I would argue that I think Dak overall has more talent and is better as a quarterback. However, he doesn't play better than Brock. What, what is your opinion on this whole playing against the best team during practice and how that uh, ex- how that translates to the game? Well, I, I'm looking at the uh, the offense for the for the Cowboys. Uh, you, you you had a good offensive coordinator, and you let him get away to go to the Chargers, and, and then now you, you, your coach is trying to take over the offense, and you know that he's not the same as uh, is Aaron Rodgers. You know, you, you Aaron Rodgers was a different. You know, he, he he's. <laughs> He's just one of the best quarterbacks in, in, in football, you know. And, and, and it's a different era. And then, and then like, you know, for the 49ers system, man, you, you, you got to look at the, you know, the Shanahan, you know. It, 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 he comes from his background, his father, you know. he Look what he did with Denver, you know. Denver had an awesome, awesome uh, offense. And then now, you know, he puts his system in the 49ers. And, and and that's the difference, you know, like uh, your system, your system, uh, the Cowboys, they, you know, they, they, they put him in position sometime, you know, to, to fail sometime. I, I, you know, but other than that, you know, it, it's just uh, like the system. It, it's the system uh, every day you get out there. Yeah, you practice against something, that, you know, the, the, one of the best defenses in the league. But then when you get on the field, uh, now it come back to culture, you know. You know, is, is the coach going to put you in the right position to win or is he going to put you in a position to fail? So that, I think that's the difference. You got the Shanahan's and, and, and then you got the coach for, for Dallas. Yeah. You know, so it, if you try to weigh those two out, uh, I, I, you know, Without uh, Aaron Rodgers, then it, I don't think he's winning a Super Bowl. And uh, so now uh, he has to he has to take over the offense. Uh, I, I don't think that he, he I don't think he's ready to, to win the Super Bowl right now. Right, right. Um, Raiders thoughts? Okay, all right. So Deval. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, you know, it's, it's it's prediction time. Let's talk about next week. We're going into to week five. Your Saints have the Patriots, the Patriots who just, you know, got, got a little bit of a whoop down this week. So they can either be, you know, fired up, want to get get back at somebody, or they can be a little bruised up, you know, from, from getting worked over. What do you think is going to happen uh, in your game against the Patriots on Sunday? Well, I'm thinking the Saints is going to bounce back. I mean, you know, uh, they had two bad outings. You know, the the one they they gave up 18 points against Green Bay in the fourth quarter, and uh, then this week they just uh, they they didn't they didn't come to play. Uh, you you got a Tampa Bay team that came in there, you know, and 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 ready to play. And so, what I think they'll do this week is. Uh, uh, New England haven't showed us too much offense, you know, but still they they a good football team, and so the, the Saints have to come out and, and and take it to them, you know. If you if you come and play like you played last week, you're gonna get it taken to you, 
So, you know, I, hopefully our defense will step up and, 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 and Carr can, you know, put some points on the board. But overall, though, I, I think the Saints got a chance to win this game. You know, uh, it, it might be close, you know. So everybody talk about, you know, it, don't nobody want to really watch no Saints games because uh, they, they, they just not, they just not playing, you know, well. But, but hopefully, you know, we can pull it out this week and, 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 and come out with a win and, and have Bill Chick doing the same thing he did last week. There you um, go. <laughs> Kamara, yeah, he, he, he was frustrated. What's going on, Kamara? I haven't been watching him lately, but at one point I was like, yo, they got one of the best running backs. I like Kamara. Like, he, to me, was probably like one of the top five running backs in the league at one point. What's been going on with him lately? Well, he uh, he had his first game last week, and, and he didn't do too bad. He, he, he had, like, I think about 11 carries for 51 yards, but – yeah, uh, it's still, you know, I think the offense, you know, you, it, Carr is going to have to play better. I mean, like you brought him over there to to be the starting quarterback and, and, and to put points on the board. We got a decent defense. So if Carr can, you know, put some points on the board and keep the offense on the field and the defense don't have to play as long, then we got a chance to win. But, you know, it ought to come down to Carr. You know, we, we brought him over there to, to win football games, and, and, and he's going to have to perform better than, he, you know, he, he performed in, in the, the, first, uh, four, the first four games. You yeah, know, but uh, – These Raider fans, they know all about Carr and winning games. Yeah, yeah he's just – you know, but – but you give him time. You give him time to pass the ball. He, he's a good quarterback. You know, if you if you don't give him time to pass the ball, you know, then and put that pressure on him, then I think he's a different quarterback. You know, but other than that, you know, he, you know, if you give him time, he he can make plays. But you got to have an offensive line that's going to block. You know, you got to block for him. Give him time to throw the ball. So hopefully, hopefully we show up this week. Yeah, I actually, I'm telling you, last year I actually wanted. Dallas to pick up Carr because I'm like we got an offensive line that'll give him some time. He's got an arm that will you know do well with the the threats that we have downfield. He could be a good addition to the team. So I, I right. agree with you. I got to beat that yeah. lineup. You got to beat the lineup. That's right. All right, Monday Night Football looks like the Packers and the Raiders, big time Monday night. I need a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I need to know how are the Raiders going to do against the Green Bay Packers that look really good. They have looked really good this year. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, we don't think that the Raiders are going to be able to pull it off. Is Jimmy G back in the lineup next week? Do we know? He, he, he should be back. He should be back this week. He was in a concussion protocol last week, but he should be right, back right. this week. You know, he gives them a chance to win. You know, uh, Green Bay, they haven't showed, you know, that they, they – look, they came back and beat the Saints, you know, in the fourth quarter and won that game. But then look how they played against Detroit, you know. Uh, so the Raiders yeah. got a chance, you know, to the, the Raiders, not that bad. Look last week, they had a chance to beat the Chargers. You know, right. it came down to, it came down to the last play, you know, where it could have been a tie game going in overtime, but, and that was with a backup quarterback. So, 
don't count them out. You know, you they still got a shot. You know, they they might beat Green Bay. You, you know, you never know, but you, you give them a shot. You know, they they could win. <laughs> it is a possibility because y'all got weapons. Y'all y'all got weapons. The, the the question is, will those weapons be utilized properly? That's it. I mean, you got one of the top running backs in the game, one of the top receivers in the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all got that. So we're gonna see Monday Night Football. All right, Steph, we're gonna end it off with the replay of the divisional, the Ooh. replay of last year. The 49ers and the Cowboys will face off Sunday night, prime time. Who you got? Time. Who you got? Tell them, tell them how you rooting for Micah Man. to do his thing. Go ahead. Man, look at here. Like I told you, I, I told you, I got I to gotta stick to my guns. I told you we was going to be undefeated. I told you we was going seven, at least 7-0, right? You and did we, say that. We, right? So, uh, uh, we, we, so far, so you know, good. We, we almost there, you know, but, but it's going to be a good game, you know. Got to go up, my boys. You know, it's going to be physical. And uh, and the 49ers are playing with a chip on their shoulder because they're thinking about what could have been last year against Philly. They didn't even really – couldn't even really play against Philly last year because the injury happened so early in the game. So they kind of like, we need to win all of the games that we can win. So when you get down to the end, you know, it's usually the healthiest team in the end wins, you know, especially in key positions. So – um, I look for a good physical game, but uh, I look for Shanahan to do his thing. And I look for Nick Bosa, you know, uh, for him and Michael Parsons to have that that one-on-one that -on -one contest against each other, you know, to see if we can get the most sacks. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> We got to. Yeah, we, we, we see got, you. We got, to do this, we got to do this, even though the Raiders are in 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 Nevada right now. They still, they still the Bay Area, man. You know, man, we got to do this. We got to do this for the Bay Area, man. The whole Bay Area, you know. You know. There you go. <laughs> right, right there across the water. Yeah, we got, I, we got I, to do this for the whole Bay Area. I uh, I agree. It's gonna be. I think this is one of them games that's going to come down to what play had blown coverage and someone stormed into the end zone. What call didn't get made by the refs and that turned the, the tide of the game. There's going to be some moment that either of the fanships will argue about come Monday morning thinking, man, but if that, man, if that <laughs> moment, man, if he hadn't, you know, whether it's a pick whether it's a blown coverage, something I've, or an injury, something like that, I feel is going to be, unfortunately, the tell of the tale because these teams are very well matched up. I mean, you talking about top two defenses, talking about you know offensive that offenses that have been you know really good. Neither one have been clicking perfectly. You know what I mean? Both offenses, I feel like, are still getting their legs under them. McCaffrey clearly got his legs. He don't need nothing else. But the rest of the offense is still putting it together. I'm definitely going to go with my Cowboys. And I'm going with my Cowboys simply because – and I, I'm not even voting with my heart over my head. I'm literally voting what I feel because 
the one thing the Cowboys have done really well is when when it's time to play the big games, they step up their play. They make mistakes, which usually cost them the game, but they they always step up how hard they play. And looking at how the 49ers this year, you know, let's call it what it is. It was a close game against the Cardinals at a certain point. They, they've had a couple of close games against some teams that I was like, uh-oh, hold on, what's happening? Hold on, they, they may not pull this one off. Dallas had one game where everybody can say the same thing. They didn't look how they've looked. They had just lost digs. They looked like they took their foot off the gas. They looked like they were feeling themselves and they didn't have to play, and they let a trash team come in and win. But every other game, it hasn't been a, oh, I don't know. They, they, they put their foot on the necks of whoever they were supposed to beat outside of the Cardinals. And so, because you have this ghost, because the 49ers have sent us home multiple times now, I feel like the Cowboys, I told you at the top of the year, I said, I think this year the Cowboys are going to surprise the 49ers. Now, I didn't say we were going to beat them because I didn't know yet. We were still, we hadn't even gotten to the season, but I felt like we're going to surprise you. Whether it's, dang, that was a hard game. We barely won by a walk-off field goal or, Man, we went into overtime. Whatever it is, it ain't going to be, oh, they just the Cowboys. Are we just going to – it ain't going to be that. <laughs> so it's going to be a low-scoring game because there's two great defenses. It's going to come down to that QBIQ, which Brock Purdy has an 84%, 84% passer rating. Got to give it up for him. But my defense leads in turnover conversion to points. Got to give it up for that. So it's going to be a close game, but I think we take it. Uh, Deval, I'll end with you. Ready. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, what What are your thoughts? Hold on, did you give me your thoughts on the, on the 49ers and Cowboys already? Yeah. Earlier, earlier we were talking. Or that's what we we're talking. Mm -hmm. All right. So we will end um, uh, with. I'll let you represent the, the Eagles. We don't want to do the Eagles like that. So let's yeah, we do. The Eagles. <laughs> what I, yeah, what I think about the Eagles. Over here. The Eagles, the Eagles are flying high. You know what I mean? Four yeah. and they're they're the, one of the last two teams that are undefeated in the NFL. Like a, like the like the other teams, they haven't necessarily looked dominant. They just been figuring it out. Like Tony said, sometimes it just comes down to luck, and they've kind of been the ones to always get that moment that tip, tips the luck to their side. What do you think about the Eagles? And and I guess even even bigger, how do you think that the Eagles will do against the Rams uh, Sunday afternoon? Uh, I, I, I think the Eagles is one of the, the top teams in the league. I, 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 They're they playing in a, in a nice division. That division over there is no joke. You got, uh, you, you got Dallas. You, you, you know, the only one that's losing is the Giants. Washington's playing tough. You know, that's a that's a tough game every every year, you know, the Eagles in Washington. That's a tough game. So, you know, everybody, you know, figured that game was going to be close and it was. Yeah. But this this week against the Rams, the, the Rams are just uh they're gonna be out, they they're gonna be outnumbered. Uh the Eagles is coming in there. They, 
this is a team that went to the Super Bowl. So we know that we know that they're capable of getting back to the Super Bowl. Uh, if, if, if they have home, a home field advantage once again, it's a possibility they might get back to the Super Bowl. But this week, uh, the Rams are in trouble. I think the Rams are in trouble. I think it's going to uh, <laughs> just – and then if the Rams don't uh, have a quarterback, you know, going for them uh, – uh, it's 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 going to be a blowout, you know, because the Eagles are the Eagles are one of the top teams in the league, and I, and I think that they're going to beat the Rams this week. All right. Well, if your prediction holds true and and uh, Steph's prediction holds true, they will still be the only two undefeated teams in the league uh, come Monday morning. So we'll look forward to it. All right, everybody. Thank y'all. Uh, appreciate you, Raiders. Anything before we go? That's it. I love it. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go. I appreciate y'all. Let's uh let's stay tuned. Enjoy the games this week. Get your food ready. Can't wait to talk next week to see how everything went. Yeah. Let's go. Hey, the games going on. Let's go. All right, y'all. Peace out. All right. Peace. All right, y'all. That has been episode forty-four of the Pod Is Good podcast. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed the scoreboard. I hope you enjoyed this this portion of of uh, hold on, hold on, l- l- hold on, hold on, real quick. Okay, okay, I just want to make sure. I, uh, okay, okay, I got you, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was saying something to me. All right, um, yeah. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Um, if you did, please subscribe, like, share, comment. All those things. Stay tuned with us. We will do the scoreboard every Tuesday. I said 4.30. It's probably going to start closer to 5 o'clock. So I'll be putting that out there. 5 o'clock every Tuesday. The Pod is Good podcast. We'll have our segment, the scoreboard, every Tuesday when we recap the NFL. There's some other sporting events coming up, some good uh, boxing matches coming up that we'll talk about. Um, We should have talked about Canelo because that was a a good fight um, against Charlo. Um, we'll, we'll deal with some sports on a deeper level going forward. Um, but as of now, just stay tuned with us every Tuesday. Keep it locked. Uh, jump in the chat. Let us know how you feel. I know there's a lot of Eagles fans, Cowboy fans, 49er fans, Saints fans, Raider fans. I know, I know y'all out there. We want to get y'all involved. want to hear y'all perspectives, y'all opinions on what you feel about your team, how your coaching is going, what your season is looking like, all of that, all of that. That's, that's what we're here for. Have a little fun talking sports. Y'all know how it go. I am your man, Cashmere, California. I will holler at y'all on the next one. Y'all be safe out there. Peace out.